The book of Revelation is probably the most exciting and at the same time the most misunderstood book in the scriptures. The Come Follow Me study for 2023 is about the New Testament and the book of Revelation is the summing up of the whole New Testament. In this podcast, we will explore the book of Revelation in depth. We call our podcast the Bright and Morning Star, which is the term for Jesus Christ that is used in the book of Revelation. It is all about finding and following the Savior in the book of Revelation. I'm Sam Bracken, your host. Our teacher is Dr. Breck England, who has spent much of the last seven years studying the book of Revelation and learning what prophets and scholars say about it. Breck is a professional teacher and writer who has taught religion at BYU and written many books about religion and business. He is about to publish his research in a new book, the Bright and Morning Star, Finding and Following the Savior in the Book of Revelation. Breck, why did you want to write a book about Revelation? Well, the Book of Revelation is now by far the most popular book of Scripture in the media. Hmm. It's become a political football. Uh, different people use it to promote fear and hatred of their political enemies. It's called Shopping the Apocalypse. You know, I, to be honest, I, as I've read the book of Revelation in my life, it's really confused me a lot. Yeah, well, it confuses everyone. It's a tremendous thicket to try and hack your way through. Um, it's called the Apocalypse, which means an opening of the veil, which is interesting because it, so hard to read. <laughs> the opening of the veil would mean, you know, would sort of mean uh, everything is open to view, right? But the book is very hard to read anyway. So uh, they call it the apocalypse because it's, uh, well, that's the Greek name for the book of Revelation is apocalypse. And it's full, as you know, of images that it's kind of fearful, maybe a little blood, a little horror, you know. Yeah, dragons and, and dragons, headed, yes, multi-headed yes. dragons, right? <laughs> multi-headed yeah. monsters and so forth. Yeah, that that tends to freak yes. people out. <laughs> um, and giant angels with their feet in one on the land and one on the sea, and it it, it can be very confusing. So um, we live in a society that is obsessed with apocalyptic fear of things like that. That's true. Naturally, some people are making a lot of money exploiting those fears, like books and movies and other media depicting grim end-of-the-world scenarios. And dystopian movies are hugely popular. Uh, media figures are jacking up their ratings by predicting Armageddon, right, and or a collapse of civilization, um, usually brought on by their political opponents, by the way. Interesting. Uh, some religious leaders even build themselves a popular and very profitable image by terrorizing people with the book of Revelation. Uh, religious radio and TV play off Revelation to make huge amounts of money. Um, anyone who's read the popular Left Behind novels, I don't know if you've heard of those, but they're I very, have. millions were sold. Yeah, I've heard them. I've um, heard of them. Or listen to TV evangelists preaching about the rapture. Might see Revelation as a blow-by-blow -blow preview of the end of the world. 
Well, these novels spin a lurid fantasy of the future where non-Christians, uh, which means uh, non-evangelical Christians, uh, they undergo years of regimentation, starvation, bloodshed under tyrants who, who send them to hell. A supervillainous antichrist is a popular figure in these things. Um, of course, all this leads to some nightmarish dystopia. Well, I think it's all nonsense aimed at making some people a lot of money. So I wanted to write a book that would tell the truth about the book of Revelation from the point of view of Latter-day Saints. You know, that brings me a lot of comfort because I've, I've, I've fallen into that same kind of fearful misunderstanding about those kinds of things. Are, are Latter-day Saints buying into this, this hoopla, this, this craziness? Unfortunately, yes. Um, certain church members are preying on other members who are naturally intrigued by Revelation. Um, they stream videos, they sell books, they hold firesides about their own interpretations, most of which are fairly uninformed or um, by sound gospel study, heavily influenced by politics. Um, one really popular video says that the broadcast of the Palmyra Temple dedication in the year 2000 fulfilled a prophecy that the gospel shall be preached in all the world and then shall the end come. Well, they say this because that broadcast, uh, people were able to access it from anywhere in the world. Okay. Um, but of course, that interpretation disregards the tremendous work of the missionaries who are trying to preach the gospel in all the world. Now, one broadcast doesn't cancel that out. No. Um, the, the narrator of this bogus video also claims that two solar eclipses in 2017 and 2024 will cross over the city of Salem, Illinois, and that that fulfills a prophecy in Revelation 6.12 that the sun would be darkened. Um, and since the word Salem is a version of Jerusalem, well, he figures this eclipse fill, fulfills a prophecy of darkness over Jerusalem. <laughs> well, a little darkness for five minutes on a spot three miles wide doesn't really equate to the darkening of the earth spoken of in Revelation, um, does it? <laughs> no. no. What about Salem, Oregon? I mean, yeah, like, that's that's exactly, the, yeah. This but, is crazy. By the way, um, that crossing point is not over Salem, Illinois. It's 90 miles to the south. Oh, my so gosh. It's not even accurate. Yeah, that's fascinating. Another, another popular book and video claimed to decode the apocalyptic book of two Esdras. Um, and he identifies each of the feathers of the demonic eagle in chapter 11 of that book um, with a president of the United States. That's the kind of nonsense i've heard rumblings of this kind of stuff yeah. so let me tell you what i've learned i've learned that the, the when the end comes no man knoweth that time like regular folk like you and i we we're not going to know when when the second coming comes or i mean we just got to be prepared 
Um, whenever it comes, we need to be prepared before it comes. So I don't understand how people can start putting dates and times and make declarations. Oh, but they do. It just seems they do. Odd. They constantly do. And as a matter of fact, a lot of people follow them. And even when their prophecies fail, which they always do, um, it doesn't necessarily mean they lose their audience. As a matter of fact, they tend to keep their audiences even after they've been, I mean, they've been proven to be frauds. Um, that so. just seems awkward. What about the Antichrist? Isn't there a prophecy that an Antichrist will come and terrorize the world before the second coming of Christ? Uh, years ago, there was a movie called The Omen. Okay. I, I remember it. Maybe you saw it. And yeah, it scared, the crap, it scared the crap out of me. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. of course. It depicted the birth and rise of an Antichrist, uh, a, a cunning son of Satan who would be known by the mark of the beast, uh, 666, uh, somewhere on his body. So a lot of people take their understanding of the book of Revelation from a movie, okay? Um, strangely enough, though, there is no mention of an Antichrist in the book of Revelation. Hmm. A lot of people believe that the Antichrist is a certain person or will be a, a dictator or an attractive popular figure who will come to rule the world in the last days. Um, but these people have taken the idea of an Antichrist out of context and made it apply to the last days, but that's not scriptural. Um, the term Antichrist actually applies to anyone in history or in the future who opposes and actively opposes Christ. Force the supreme Antichrist is Satan. Right, right. That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Is the internet to blame for a lot of the misunderstanding about the book of Revelation? <laughs> yeah. Yes, the, the internet is full, absolutely full of this kind of nonsense. Well, I read it on the internet. It must be true. Yes, well, everything you read on the internet is true, right? <laughs> um, fraudsters, people who commit fraud, they take advantage of these events spoken of in Revelation and scare people to death with them. Uh, thousands of church members post their, their creepy dreams and visions uh, based on material in Revelation on the internet. They have visions of uh, last day's tent cities or tyrannical governments that force the mark of the beast on all of us. The mark of the beast is a computer chip that's going to be injected into our bodies. Yeah, I've heard that, right? Tattooed or injected, right? right? They have visions of riots and violence and marauding gangs taking over the world and bioterror and um, Earthquakes and diseases and meteors. And, and one woman has a vision of a, quote, mushroom cloud over Salt Lake City. And uh, she has a popular book and podcasts, including all those major horrors, such as economic collapse, riots. She has visions of global wars and persecution, uh, with America as the center of all this destruction. Um, she has visions of United Nations troops establishing a world government and uh, predicted that, uh, that we would all have to rise up and, and take our, our, um, our food storage and go out in the wilderness and survive and fight for the Constitution. And 
Oh, she made one prediction. Uh, she made one very clear prophecy that, that uh, in September of 2015, which is what now, seven years ago, the blood moon in September, which happens every year, by the way, it's a harvest moon, um, would signal the start of the end times. Now, hundreds of thousands of people were convinced and they were ready for, this, for, the, for the end of the world in September of 2015. Um, and guess what? They still follow her yes. on YouTube. And um, by the way, the income from her writings and her videos can be estimated at six figures, well, which tells you a little bit about what this is really all about. You know, it's interesting to me because we live in a day and age with COVID and all the stressors and all the things that are happening in the global economy. Um, we are under immense stress. I'm like the, the allostatic stress load of people that I know is really heavy. I mean, we're carrying burdens. Why would you want to expose yourself to all this stuff when you're already carrying a load because of the stressors of the, the way the world is right now? It, it seems right. really crazy to me. I don't want to expose myself to things that are going to make me more worried about things I already am worried about. It's <laughs> well, weird. There's crazy. no question that the prophets have always said that the latter days would be a period of intense pressures and tribulations and worries. Right. Um, but a lot of people are making a lot of money lying about this and defrauding people with their visions and their dreams and it's all very creepy and it's very horrible and it's based on uh, a lot of it is based on the book of revelation so oh, that's that's fascinating now uh the fun, a lot of this junk is also political right it comes out of political groups made up of extremists okay right. and um they they uh some of them have even lost their church membership because of this, and some have even joined up with factions. Some of them are even murderous, okay? Wow, so, that's crazy. Now, the church has warned us against these people, officially. Um, there was a statement by the church, uh, I'll quote it here. The writings and speculations of individual church members, some of which have gained currency recently, should be considered as personal accounts that do not reflect church doctrine. Uh, we, are, we advise members to avoid being caught up in extreme efforts to anticipate catastrophic events, right? That's what they're talking about. Right, that's, that's sort of our, 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 our public line. Yeah, people, that makes, the authorities of the church are saying, this is all nonsense. Yeah, yeah it okay? makes a lot of sense. Uh, now, these kinds of misguided people, they view Revelation as a riddle. And they only—they are the only ones with the key to it, okay? But this is all uninspired, uninformed guesswork, hmm. uh, usually colored by political prejudice, okay? And it's a cheap form of priestcraft hmm. because they're making money off of it. Right, okay? right. Uh, these people pretend to know more than prophets and apostles, and they look down on people who don't share their views, and um, uh, one, one scholar has said, quote, they exile themselves from the spiritual power of their own beliefs. Wow. They're undercutting their own beliefs. Yeah, that's fascinating. So, so um, how does your new book answer um, questions about these kinds of things? 
The Bright Morning Star is the name of the book. I call it that because it's one of the names of Jesus Christ in the book of Revelation. Um, this book I intend to bring together the teachings of Latter-day Prophets, the best and most current scholarship about the book of Revelation, which, by the way, shows that most people's idea of the book of Revelation and of the last days uh, is not very accurate. And it answers directly a lot of these popular myths that we're talking about. Now, I believe that Latter-day Saints should have a unique way of looking at the book of Revelation, a unique way of understanding it and that the rest of the world doesn't have. And in these podcasts, what I'd like to do is explore that unique Latter-day Saint way of looking at the book of Revelation, which is, in my opinion, the most exciting book in the New Testament. Wow, to go forward with faith on accurate interpretations of scriptural revelation, that's, that's really exciting. I, I can't wait to get into the details of this with you. Thanks, Breck. We hope you'll stay with us for our series of 30-minute podcasts that will appear once a week until the end of 2023. Goodbye for now and have a great day.